Hey, what's going on guys? My name is Dr. Boris Watkins and welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That is theblackfinancialchannel.com. And I wanted to come in here to uh, give you guys an update. Uh, some of you are asking about this whole stimulus situation and um, what's going on with the stock market and all that good stuff. Well, first of all, this was a good week for the stock market. I think that today um, your stocks probably went up a little bit. Um, the market did extremely well. Um, I'm looking here. And it looks like the S&P 500 uh, went up today by about uh, 1%. Uh, the last five days has gone up a lot. It's gone up from 33.67 at the start of the week up to about 34.77. So that's really, really good. Um, if you're an investor, raise your hand. Let me know if you're an investor. Um, I'm just going to tell you that integration and jobs might make you feel good, but that's not what's going to uh, protect your family. So I encourage you to be an investor, not just a trader, not just a person who buys a bunch of stock and tries to sell and buy and sell and buy. The stock market is not a casino, uh, not just a person who buys a bunch of stock options and hopes for a fast payoff. Um, that stuff feels good when it works, but it feels terrible when it doesn't work. Um, instead, be a long-term investor. That's really important. So let me give you some breakdowns on the stimulus package. If you're watching uh, online, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, please hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe and all that good stuff. And uh, so here's the deal. All right, first of all, with the stimulus, um, the interesting thing right now is there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of mixed messages. Um, I heard this morning that um, Mitch McConnell was saying that, uh, that it could be, you know, that, that there shouldn't, there won't be any stimulus for, for the next three weeks. Uh, right before that, Donald Trump had said, you know, that the negotiations were, were falling apart and that he was going to walk away and he wasn't going to do anything until after the election. Well, when that happened, the first thing that I remember saying, if you go back and watch the video, I said, he's not going to wait that long. He, he's just, you know, the market plummeted. And I said, okay, if, if I, if, what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to go and buy stock right now. I'm going to go buy a lot of stock because um, I believe that the market's going to rebound very quickly, maybe by tomorrow. And the market rebounded by tomorrow. <laughs> the next day, the very same stock that you could have bought for $8 was now back up to $10. So it was like easy easy money. Donald Trump is, um he's a, he's a factor in himself, <clears throat> excuse me, in the sense that he uh, makes it easy for you to uh, win in the stock market. Uh, because he he says things one minute and then it moves the market, but then he reverses course pretty quickly. Um, he's a negotiator. So basically in the spirit of negotiation, he says, you know, there won't be any stimulus. And then overnight, he's literally tweeting that he's ready to sign a package. Um, if they send out $1,200 payments, he said, I'll sign that. If they want to help the airlines, he said, I'll sign that. If they want to help give out small business loans, I'll sign that. So what he was basically saying is that I want a smaller more targeted package, and the Democrats want something bigger, more comprehensive. Well, that's not necessarily going to fly uh, because there's a lot more to pay for than just airlines and small business loans and $1,200 stimulus checks. Uh, you have a lot of money that needs to go to health care. Uh, a lot of the states need to be bailed out. A lot of states are in bad shape because of all the shutdowns. Uh, that's kind of a paradox that I think that the Democratic Party created for themselves is they were all about the shutdown. But the problem is now these states are going bankrupt. These cities are going bankrupt because of the shutdowns. And so there's a battle right now over who's going to bail them out. So I think Trump's using that kind of as a bargaining chip. Um, one of the things about the individual payments, uh, lucky for you know those who care about this sort of thing, um, it, the Democrats and Republicans both agree 
that they want to send a check out to the American people. It's not because they love you. It's because they want you to love them. They want each of them wants to send these checks out so that each, each side can take credit and you'll be happy because you got a check and Trump gets to sign the check and Nancy Pelosi gets to say, look at what we did for the American people. Um, but, but at the, at the, you know, at the end of the day, they know the American people need it, but more importantly than needing uh, the stimulus check, uh, we need a better economy. I think we need an open economy. And I think that's something that we're going to have to get around to at some point. Um, in the beginning, uh, the stimulus negotiations started off with the Republicans pushing forward with something called the HEALS Act, H-E-A-L-S. Uh, the uh, Democrats had the HEROES Act. Uh, the Republican version was about a trillion dollars. The Democratic version was about three trillion they closed that gap. Now the uh, the Democrats are talking about 2.2. Uh, the Republicans are talking about 1.6. Well, Trump just made an interesting announcement where he said he's willing to go up to 1.8, right? Which which is interesting, right? So that's um, moving a little bit closer. Uh, the Democrats uh, want uh, things like child tax credits, um, earned income credits. The Republicans don't want that uh, because that's not who they represent. They tend to represent uh, business owners or wealthy people, right? Um, they're not necessarily all that, um, how can I say this? Um, they're not all that concerned with what working families need, right? Which is, which is something to know traditionally about both parties. Um, and, uh, and I kind of care about both, which, which is what makes it really difficult for me to pick a side on that. Uh, because I, I think the black community needs businesses, but even with businesses, the stimulus money wasn't hitting black businesses. It was actually going over our heads. Um, the Democrats, uh, do not want the Republicans, uh, well, the Republicans want to go save airlines. For some reason, they specifically want to save airlines. The Democrats don't care about that. The Democrats want something that's bigger and more comprehensive, that's more expensive. So uh, basically, uh, there's no guarantee that there's going to be a package passed before the election. Um, the Republicans are kind of signaling that they can wait all day. They don't care. Um, that's a negotiating tactic. But then uh, the Democrats, uh, should there be a Democratic you know, sweep in the election? Let's say that Biden wins. And then let's say the Democrats take over the House and let's say they also get the Senate, get a few more Senate seats, then you're probably going to see a pretty massive um, stimulus package go out. It's going to be really, really big. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm not here to tell you what to think about that. I'm just here to tell you where they are. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath, though. I don't know if these people are ever going to get it together and actually send out money. Uh, my heart goes out to people who have lost their jobs and lost their income because of the pandemic. Um, I personally think it was too much. I personally don't think a full shutdown was necessary. Um, I think they could have done a partial shutdown or did something that just kept people safe. I think that people could be safe without um, without killing people's lives because now what's happening is you're starting to see all the other effects of the pandemic. Um, you know, I know therapists whose offices are overflowed because they have so many young people that are suicidal and depressed and the domestic violence is out of control. People are getting evicted. So I kind of think they need to um, consider all the effects of the pandemic, not just uh, the virus itself. Um, are you investing in Bronzeville? Um, I actually own some property in Chicago. Bronzeville is actually an area that I am going to invest in, though, because Bronzeville is up and coming. Um, and I am going to buy some property in Bronzeville. Uh, thank you for the compliment about the teeth thing. Uh, it's a little bit weird. It's, it was a, almost a little self-conscious because, um, you know, I had to sort of confront my own weakness, my own um, limitation, which was that I needed to do some stuff with dental health. And it's a long process. And, and I put it off for a long time. But fortunately, I, I had a great black woman next to me who pushed me 
to get better. Um, that's what good, that's what people do when they love you. When people love you, they push you to do better. They don't tell you, oh, you're perfect just the way you are. Like if you're overweight, they're not going to say, oh, you should stay overweight. They're going to say, hey, let's go, let's go to the gym. Right. And that's the kind of person I'm choosing to marry because I wanted a woman who was going to challenge me at the same time, support me, you know, let me know, hey, you're great the way you are but here's how you can do better. Um, and I think that's important uh, because I grew up with accountability and I think accountability is very limited in our society. Um, a lot of people, unfortunately, um, they're trained to kind of feel like victims or feel sorry for themselves or, or feel powerless. Like, oh, there's nothing I could do. I'm in this bad situation. There's nothing I can do. Um, I wasn't raised that way. I was raised to believe that your choices, your choices play a huge part in where you end up. So um, yeah, so right now you're talking to a guy who's talking a little bit like Elmer Fudd because he's getting used to some of the dental work. Um, I'm trying to learn how to, where to put my tongue when I talk. That, that, that's why sometimes if I sound like I'm saying suffering, fuck a task, blah, 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 it's because when I put my tongue where it used to go, it makes me sound crazy. So, uh, so please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. And uh, my goal is to be a better black man by the time all this is done. So, uh, so anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Also, if you want a free e-copy of my book, It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar, you can go to allblackeconomics.com. That's allblackeconomics.com. And the Powernomics Masterclass starts on the 15th. That is uh, powernomicsmasterclass.com with Dr. Claude Anderson, powernomicsmasterclass.com. Oh, she said I look handsome. You better quit lying, girl, in here flirting. Don't be flirting in the chat. What you doing? What you doing? At least she's going to get you. Anyway, y'all take care, and I'll thank you for hanging out with me, and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.